Welcome to episode 45 of the Postcast. My name is Sean Fairholm and I'm here with Cassie Stein. We're going to bring on a special guest today. His name is Stephen Hamblin. He's the executive director of the American Junior Golf Association, better known as the AJGA, and a good friend of Global Golf Post. He's going to talk a little bit about the AJGA and how it has developed and evolved over the years because it, we all know it, it certainly has. There are so many tournaments that they host now and they do it fantastic job in the, the college recruiting uh, arena. So uh, let's jump into that interview with Stephen Hamlin right now. Mike Bentley, mm-hmm. uh, sports writer from DeKalb County, started the DeKalb County Junior Golf Association, which grew into the Atlanta Junior Golf Association. Uh, and was formed in 1975. Then in 1978, uh, the American Junior Golf Association was formed. Uh, and it really had, you know, what Mike saw was the, this huge void. Uh, you know, you had the ability at the time to recruit um, football, baseball, basketball, but there really wasn't a recruiting opportunity for uh golf coaches and so the mission and the purpose of the american junior golf association has really been the same from day one and that is uh you know as our mission statement reads right now uh the ajga is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the overall growth and development of young men and women who aspire to earn a college golf scholarship mm. through competitive golf. So that's that has been it. Uh, we've been tugged and pulled in a lot of directions, saying that we should do this or we should do that. And, you know, quite frankly, um, you know, we've stayed in our lane uh, over the years, tried to service our members, which has now grown from, you know, the early days of, probably around 1,100 kids to now over 7,000 uh, from all 50 states and over 60 different countries. Mm. Um, and the coaches are you know, utilizing our results uh, for the recruitment of, of their players. And uh, you know, we started out with three tournaments in 1978. And we have grown to 120 tournaments mm. uh, this year. Uh, and the challenge is always to keep up with servicing our members. It's, it's a very simple approach, uh, but we know we're a service organization. Uh, we know who we serve, and we know how to serve them. And we try to do that uh, to the best of our ability. And personally, how did you start with the AJGA? Well, I, uh, I was an assistant golf professional down at Innisbrook Resort, and I met the AJGA by being their local tournament chairman for an event that they had over Thanksgiving holiday there at Innisbrook. Uh, and so I was first introduced to the AJGA in 1980 uh, as an employee of Innisbrook, and I, I got to see the likes of Davis Love, and his father, Billy Andrade, uh, Heather Farr, Jenny Lidback, um, 
and many others, uh, Billy Mayfair and uh, some 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 just great young players. And I, I was just taken, completely taken with their, uh, not only their, their skill, but their maturity, their poise, their work ethic, their, their dedication, uh, their passion for the game. I was just, I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Mm. Uh, these, these kids playing the Copperhead golf course and really playing a very difficult golf course and, and, and playing it very, very well. And then they, uh, the board and the staff liked the way I prepared for them when they came to Innisbrook. Uh, and they were looking to grow the staff. They wanted Mike Bentley, uh, the founder, to, to be the one to go out and raise money. Uh, and they wanted me to come in as executive director and run the staff and run the tournaments, manage the staff and run the tournaments. Uh, and so in 1984, I, I joined the AJGA as executive director. You mentioned how many more tournaments you have now compared to when you guys first started. How do you manage that balance of, of having so many tournaments but also wanting to you know, maintain the standard of the AJGA? That's, uh, that's a good challenge. Uh, what we have found in trying to service our members is that uh, these talented young players and their families don't really want to travel that far hmm. for the exposure opportunity uh, for a college golf scholarship. Um, and so what we've done is we, we, we have a blueprint of how to execute a, a tournament properly. Uh, and we do, we'll do that, uh, any given week in the summer, we'll run six tournaments a week. Mm. Wow. And so we'll bring, we'll bring the tournaments to the players. So I'll have a tournament mid June uh, in the Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, uh, South Central, and Far West. And that's in keeping of what the membership wants. They want tournaments close to home. They don't want to spend a lot of money on travel. Uh, and so the, the concept of bringing the tournaments to them was born out of that uh, uh, out of listening to our members and hearing what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Many of your notable alumni, you mentioned some of them, have tournaments in their names and are very involved in the process of those tournaments. How important is that to have these big names and big faces be a part of events? Well, I think it's huge. Um, one, I, I, I applaud them for their willingness uh, to give back. I mean, these are a lot of these players are young players, um, and 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 right away they're giving back, which is a credit to them and and their families. Uh, but also, it's very inspirational, where a, a, a young junior golfer can get an opportunity to see a, a clinic by you know, Jordan Spieth or Justin Thomas or, or sit and talk to them about their experience in college or their experience playing at the highest level and what are the kinds of things that they do. And, um, you know, it's just, 
uh, it's a great opportunity and, and, and even for the parents to listen to, you know, how these uh, talented young men and women uh, got to where they are and that may be a dream of their son or daughters and how, as a parent, can they best, you know, help their son or daughter get, you know, fulfill their dream. Here at Global Golf Post, we think uh, one of the most important things that you guys present to players is the ACE grant, which provides financial assistance to to young players who, who want to play college golf, as you mentioned. How much of an impact has, has this made over the years? Oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was kind of born out of the whole, uh, you know, when golf gets termed an elitist sport mm-hmm. and everybody gets thrown into that elitist category. I just got tired of it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, the PGA tour announced the first tee and I was there in New York, uh, in central park at that, as part of the announcement and celebration. And I went back to our board and I said, look, PGA tour is doing this. It's not their goal to spin off national caliber junior golfers, but as we all know, if you introduce the game and someone gets the golf bug and they work hard and they're passionate and they're dedicated, I said, kids are going to spin out of the first tee and they're going to want to play at the highest level possible and they're going to hit a roadblock. Mm-hmm. And that is cost of participation uh, with travel costs and, and lodging and food and entry fees and things like that. So we created this in, in 2003 and, you know, in the years that we've done this now, I think we've reimbursed, I think the number is $3.6 million Wow! Uh, back to families. And, and quite honestly, there's story after story of, of this, this family's first person to go to college. Hmm. So it's very, it's, it's huge for us, and it's very impactful, and it's a great return on investment, too. We've got uh, some people that have endowed some ACE grants. It's $100,000, and it's an endowed ACE grant forever, and they put them, you know, in someone's name, and, you know, that can spin off enough to to support uh, one ACE grant each year. So we're, we're really proud of that and um, uh, have seen tremendous positive things out of it on a personal level what is your favorite part about being with the AJGA I'm sure that seeing these these kids grow up and and uh, take advantage of their opportunities has to be one of them that's one of them but I would say the the main thing for me and I've kind of this is kind of I've I've evolved in, in my thinking about this but for me right now, it's seeing our young staff. Uh, I mean, there was a point in time, Sean, where I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to attract, attract, mm. you know, real high-quality people. I mean, here we were unaffiliated with PGA Tour or PGA of America, USJ, or any other major golf organization. How are we, you know, a little junior golf organization going to, attract great people but lo and behold we had you know uh, good people here with chris hack and gordon Dalgleish, and i hired scott hodeville and you know 
we started this internship program and the internship, you could only work full time if you did the internship. And my gosh, now we've got 23 people working for the PGA Tour, six or seven at the USGA, college coaches that have won national championship, multiple college coaches that have won national championships, director communication at the PGA Tour, director communications at Augusta National. So for me, that that to me is, is, is number one, to see these young people coming right out of college, doing our internship, uh, and then moving on through the AJGA on to bigger and better things. It's for me, it's it's incredible. And we have a couple here at Global Golf Post as well. the the family The family tree of the AJGA extends yes. far and wide. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Since the AJGA has grown so much, you know, especially in the past decade, it has grown, you know, exponentially. It seems. Where do you see the AJGA's future in the next five to ten years? Well, I think that uh, that's you know that's something that we're actually talking to our board with. You know, we're going to come up with uh, a five to ten year plan and and look at you know what we should be doing. You know, right now at 120 events, you know, does it make sense to to continue growing the events? Does it make sense to be more strategic with what kinds of events mm. we we host? Um, you know, there's an emphasis on growing girls' participation. Is that a part of our, uh, will that be a part of our, you know, uh, plan moving forward? How do we keep costs uh, in, in proper perspective? And, and can we even lower costs to, to be more uh, accessible? Um, so these are all things, yeah, I, we've got a huge, our, our two fastest growing segments are our girls, membership and our international membership. Mm. So how do we, how do we serve international players, um, and, and do that the right way? Uh, I, I don't foresee us running international events. Um, I, I, I just don't, uh, I think players, I, I think why our international members are growing is they want access to college coaches. Mm. Um, and so they're, they're willing to, to, it'd be better for them to come over here anyway and get exposed to the college coaches rather than hosting tournaments in other countries sure. where yeah. the coaches aren't going to be there. So a lot, lot to think about. A lot of challenges, but certainly a, a lot of opportunities as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Stephen, thank you so much for your time and, uh, enjoying the podcast today. That was awesome. Well, thank you, Sean. I appreciate your interest in and support of us. Thanks again to Stephen Hamlin for joining us on the postcast. Sean, great interview. That's just awesome. It's such a great organization. I got to do an internship there um, in 2013, so a few years ago, but I'm happy he came on to talk to us about the AJGA and just all of the alumni that are on the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour now, the European Tour, you know, it's just an incredible um, organization, and um, I can't say enough about it. So it gave me a jump start into the golf world. So I'm glad he came on to talk to us. Um, but moving on to the pros, the PGA Tour this week is at the Genesis Open at Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. 
Tiger Woods is in the field this week. Dustin Johnson is the defending champion, as well as Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are playing as well. So a stacked field this week at the Genesis Open. Um, Sean, who do you have winning out there? Yeah, what a great field. It feels like the uh, the first few events we've had here have really had strong fields. Last week was a, was a great field at Pebble, maybe even stronger than uh, any year we've had in the past decade. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take Dustin Johnson to repeat. He played so well last week, finishing tied for second. Couldn't quite put any pressure on Ted Potter Jr. there at the end, but I think he's uh, he's playing really solid golf, and uh, this is a good course for him. Suits him very well, so... I'm going to take DJ. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about taking DJ as well, so I'm glad we didn't have the same <laughs> pick. But he, he scared me a little on Sunday when he didn't put any pressure mm. on Ted Potter Jr., so that's why I didn't take him. But on the other hand, I'm going to take Phil Mickelson. Yeah. I mean, he's just nice. been playing so well. I know it's his fifth consecutive week playing, but I think he honestly deserves a win soon, <laughs> and hopefully it's this week because I, I need a win. I haven't had a win in on our uh, postcast show in, since our – since the beginning, and you've had like one or two, so yeah, I, I've had a couple, but I think that's all. That's just pure luck. I well, you know, you know your stuff though too. So <laughs> yeah, I think Phil but, Mickelson uh, is is due for for a victory. Due, I know, right? Twenty third. I can't believe twenty thirteen was his last win. That's just mind boggling mm. to me. But anyways, that's yeah. all the time we have left on the postcast this week. If you don't and you'd like to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just search us by um, searching Global Golf Post. So until next time, hit them straight. See you later.